Very cool. Hi, I'm Brent. And I'm Colin. And we're back with another episode of Mix and Matchbox. As you can tell, it's a little different today because I'm here with... Colin. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be talking about some things. Um, we were recently uh, nominated for and won an award for uh, winning workplace uh, by the St. Louis Small Business Monthly. And that has uh, been a great honor for Colin and I. Uh, we actually we got our photo taken for this, too. So that was fun. Um, and, and Colin and I, we want to talk about our culture, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's something that, you know, we're we always just I don't know. It just makes us happy to talk about like uh we have an incredible team and we we've had an incredible team for years even when new people come in people leave and uh you know a lot of that is is surrounding our culture so mm -hmm. definitely it, it it is cool to build a culture too i think that's something that you know like as business owners like you know we get the fortunate opportunity to really you know think about how we want to you know um organize our team and how we want to treat people. And I think that was kind of born out of something that, you know, both Colin and I, uh, we had, we had definitely prior, you know, and I'm sure everybody does good experiences and jobs and bad experiences. And, uh, and, and that teaches you something. And I think, you know, as we started our agency, you know, we were, uh, we were thinking of that. We were very cognizant of the fact that, uh, we never wanted to repeat those, what we felt like mistakes in culture or make people, you know, kind of feel like, um, you know, it wasn't a workplace that they, you know, wanted to be in or couldn't thrive in. So it, it seriously it was, it was part of the beginning. W would you say that's fair? Oh, absolutely. You know, I think there were some kind of some founding things for us is work-life balance was really important to us. Um, I think also with that, just transparency in, in conversation, it's like, um, we want people to be able to come talk to us. We want them talking with each other. It's like, if there's an issue, let's talk about it. It's, um, you know, we want people to know what's going on and to feel empowered. And it's, uh, there, there's a lot right now um, that I think it's been like this for, for many years, but I think people are talking about it now is the, um, everybody just wants to know why. And I think when that is shared, it, uh, you know, it really kind of gives you um, a sense of being, like where you are, what, um, like why you're here, uh, how you're involved, what your part is, and then also knowing that you've got a voice and that you can affect change in the organization, I, I think is incredible. Definitely. Yeah. And um, and we're always big proponents of welcoming that sort of um, questioning, I guess, from all different you know sides of anybody within the company um certainly as far as uh whenever we take on a new team member it's like how do we glean all the information uh you know that that they might have beneficial things to like add to process or meetings or something but you know encouraging people you know yeah to to speak up and you know let us know where we could maybe improve or things that we could be doing differently and um and and really that can come from just about anywhere Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that um, that we really push, especially as we bring somebody in that's a junior person on the team, they may not have a lot of professional experience. We just really encourage them to speak up. If you see something, you've got an idea, um, propose it, talk about it. It's, um, 
you know, just sparking conversations like that can uh, help us potentially improve a process. Maybe it's something where we change, um, change workflows, just change uh, softwares, things like that. It's, we don't know what we don't know and fresh sets of eyes. It's amazing. I, I love having that. Like when um, we just had that this week. <laughs> so we had a new team member that started and um, you know, she came in and said, you know, have you, have you thought about this? And we're like, Oh, <laughs> so it's like, I, I just, I love having those types of conversations and, and letting people know that, yeah, you know, challenge the process, like improve it. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's really great. I think the other thing that really, uh, kind of catches people is at the end of the day, like when we're like, all right, you should log off now. We'll, uh -huh. we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> and they're like, but, but, but what do you mean? So, you know, I, I think us, um, you know, and that kind of goes back to the, the work-life balance aspect of it. Um, and so for us, uh, for people that don't know what, uh, Matchbox does uh, we started this a long time ago, but we do half day Fridays every other Friday, and it started as uh, I think at the time we called them summer hours, mm -hmm. and um, it got to the end of the summer, and we're like, all right, well, the summer hours are over. We're gonna go, we're gonna go back to this, and then uh, one of our team members at the time goes, but why? And Brent and I kind of looked at each other, had a quick conversation, we're like. All right, we're just going to keep doing this. So from now on, that's what we do. And so um, we already worked a shorter work week uh, before we did 35 hours a week. And um, so now with the half day Fridays, it's actually it's 70 hours biweekly. And so we work nine to five thirty on Monday through for, uh, Thursday. And then on Friday, we either work nine to five or we work nine to noon. And mm -hmm. um, when we're out, we're out. Yeah. And that's our uh, our big push. Um, same thing with PTO. If you're on PTO and you're on vacation, unplug. Like it's no, don't don't call that person and ask them a question. <laughs> They're on vacation. <laughs> no, don't look at team. <laughs> yeah, uh, iOS actually has this incredible thing. I used it uh, this uh, on my last vacation, and because now you can set custom focus modes, and so I created one called Vacation and turned everything work off um because before i would actually uninstall apps and so it was it was incredible i was like i don't have to uninstall and then reinstall things so uh highly recommend definitely but, uh, it's so important for the disconnect it, it, you know and i feel like it's kind of like interesting because like you know just like you mentioned about the story about us doing the um uh, the summer hours and how it kind of we evolved into it there there's a lot of those things that i feel like we've been able to evolve into and we're constantly you know staying aware of like you know different things we could be doing and obviously it's got to fit for the workplace for the culture for our clients and everything like that too but obviously it starts with us and and thinking about the team and one of those was just flexible work schedules um covid pushed us into uh being a fully remote team which was wonderful we never realized what a blessing that would actually be uh and it started out as oh my god what are we gonna do and um I know there was one member of our team who's definitely pushing us, you know, a little bit harder than others of like, hey, we could just do this fully remote. And we're like, really, can we, can we? And then once we actually got to doing it uh, during uh, the pandemic, 
in in the early months of the pandemic. Uh, I think that was when Cullen and I were just, you know, kind of had a conversation about it. And we're like, yeah, neither of us actually have a feeling of wanting to go back, um, that we weren't losing anything. And I feel like that's the biggest thing that sometimes, you know, maybe, uh, and I don't want to like pin this on other employers about, you know, that's how they might think about it. But, you know, that you're like, oh, what are you losing when you do that? It's, it's not about losing necessarily. It's about gaining, you know, gaining that perspective or that freedom or that flexibility and what that does to people's, you know, um, a, you know, their work ethic and how they can dig in or how they can like, you know, have the freedom of being within their house and not have to take extra time for drive time and all sorts of other stuff. Um, it's really, it, it's cool what that yielded for us. And I'm, you know, I definitely, I'm now expressly thankful, you know, um, that our team has it, but also for myself, like, you know, life, life can be complicated. There's lots of things going on and having that sort of, um, flexibility is, is great. I agree completely. Uh, and I think, you know, one of the things that really shocks people about, uh, our team going fully remote and it's not that our team, um, you know, our industry, I think is perfect for going uh, remote. But um, <laughs> for those that may not know, Brent and I purchased our building less than a year before uh, COVID the, or before the pandemic and, and we left the office. Um, so we still own our building and it was, you know, only a few months into the pandemic that he and I were both just like, we're not going back to the office. This is, this is it going forward. And one of the other things that's kind of been amazing about that is we were able to reach people from an employment standpoint outside of our area. Um, we've had team members we've worked with, Indiana, um, Florida, um, Michigan, Kansas City, uh, Springfield, um, California, and Colorado. It's mm-hmm. Colorado, and it's been amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Just the the ability to just work with incredibly talented people and regardless of where they are. And it's pretty awesome. Definitely. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely been cool. Actually, I, you know, just as a, a small note on the, uh, you know, the building, uh, we have this, uh, suite inside, uh, uh, look us up online. I mean, you can definitely find their address 1501 locust cool spot. Uh, but anyway, uh, the, the biggest thing is we signed our mortgage papers on, uh, April 1st. So, uh, it was perfect. April fools. It got us, uh, it, it, however, not a bad decision at all. Uh, we still use the space, you know, frequently for like team meetups. We go meet with clients, not necessarily regularly, but it is still, um, it allows us to have a common meeting space, which I think is, you know, really helpful. And we're, we're definitely, we're, you know, not looking to get rid of it. I, I, I've heard some horror stories and like worse things about people that sign like, you know, five, 10 year leases for like a ton of money. And I'm like, oh gosh, so you're trapped. You can't get rid of it. And at the end of it, that doesn't have any equity in it boy, that is that that's unfortunate. So uh, again, something that, you know, maybe we can feel a little lucky about definitely wasn't, you know, perfect and ideal. But at the same time, it's now we found ways to make it very useful and utilize it in in interesting and good ways for the team. Absolutely. Um, You know, I think one of the pieces that Brent and I were talking about as we prepared for this podcast was the fact that, you know, trying to define our our culture like how would we define it to somebody else and one of the things that we looked at as part of this and um and it's been something Brent and I've been talking about for a while is that our values are 
very, um, they're kind of known within the team, but they're unspoken in the sense of um, they're not written down as, as definition. And uh, this is something Brent and I've been wanting to work on. And it, uh, this process got us really thinking about it. Um, and, you know, we've talked with a few team members and it, it was, uh, it was kind of cool to hear that almost everybody said the same words over and over. And uh, that, so that was, that was kind of fun for me uh, of just hearing uh, team members say back to us and to me, uh, you know, some of them were private conversations and just hearing to me of like, yeah, they describe us the same way I feel about it. And so it's, uh, it's awesome to hear that. And, um, you know, from, from your side, Brent, like what are some of the things that culture wise for us that, that stick out to you and, and like the way you would kind of describe it? Um, there are some things that I feel like are very cool and I, um, and maybe not, you know, expressly like, you know, like, oh, this is only our team that does this. But when you feel it within your team, you're like, oh, that is just the coolest thing. Um, but the collaboration amongst team members, I feel like is wonderful. Um, you know, we try to be as open as and collaborative as possible. And actually something, you know, Colin and I were talking about was, you know, how we want to try to encourage that more and, you know, more inter-team communication. We get a decent amount of it throughout, you know, projects and throughout different things. But, you know, the more that we see our team collaborate and connect, it really does. It's so inspiring. It's like really, really cool. I think the other thing that kind of comes part and parcel with like, you know, that collaboration or the connection too is the willingness to share in the work and that everybody is willing to back each other up and help each other. You know, there's not going to be one person who's going to struggle and, you know, our team members go, oh, that's unfortunate. You know, everybody is happy to jump in, um, be, be a team player, knock out the work that's in front of, you know, them or the team and really just, uh, you know, be there when people need it. And that's, it's amazing. You know, why watching that, fomenting that, creating that, but also, you know, seeing it in action and really happen and people um, caring about each other um, is just, is awesome. I agree completely. Uh, you know, I think one of the terms that I heard uh, multiple times was empathy mm -hmm. and it's, um, it really is. It's like our team, we just, we care about each other. We care about our clients and, you know, most of our that Brent and I have built the business on, you know, relationships, conversation, and just being human, being a person. And, um, a lot of that comes with empathy. And, um, I think that's just why, you know, our, our team, it's, um, it, it's, one of those things where you don't really hear people ever say I it's mm -hmm. we or mm -hmm. um, you know, when, when somebody's sitting there and they're kind of like looking at something struggling or, or trying to work through a problem, somebody will come over like, Hey, how can I help? What can, what can I do? Oh, Hey, I saw you had these tasks. I'm finished. How can I help you? And that is like, as an owner of the company, being able to step back and, and being a team lead and looking at that and just watching the way that our team works together, man, that I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, and, and I think it's one of the things that, you know, as new team members join, um, they get to see that from day one mm -hmm. because it's, 
you know, people are coming in to meet them. People are, um, you know, talking with them. They jump on a quick call with each other. But then it's also just like the, hey, if there's anything you get stuck on, let me know. I'm happy to help. And it's like our team is really happy to help. <laughs> and it's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it, it also it definitely makes me think that, like, you know, that kind of um, empathy and definitely that kind of, uh, you know, working relationship. It also it it takes time to develop for sure. Um, but, you know, it's also something that Cullen and I have worked on our communication and our relationship over the years so much too that you know it it has to come from things that you know we gain a shared understanding from too and uh and really honestly um it, it developing a partnership over 16 years developing a friendship you know certainly over 16 years is, is something that it takes work it takes work challenge just like a marriage like honestly we see each other every day sometimes more than our spouses uh i will say as we've had you know a lot of you know work recently it's maybe a little bit less and we'd like to communicate more but i will say that regardless you know having a good way of you know uh listening to tough problems to work through those to find ways to communicate better are all the, the things that I think underpin healthy relationships in general. And not only do we have to do that, but we have to find a way to encourage the team to do that with us, with each other. And, uh, and just making sure that, you know, everybody has space in order to do that too is super important. Absolutely. You know, as, as I'm kind of thinking about it, you know, what is like, what's it mean to you like when um when we get nominated for something like this by our team members you know it's like i don't know it makes makes me feel pretty fantastic but <laughs> it's like you yeah. know for you like because i i think uh so most people uh like brent actually receives the emails anytime we've we get something that gets awarded so it's like he gets to see it first and then he gets to tell me about it so like when you first see it like what's it like for you um, it's, uh, hugely, uh, impactful. Um, I don't know. And I know that that's like, it's kind of like, okay, you know, you got nominated. It's, uh, you know, in this publication, you can feel proud of it. I mean, like at, at the end of the day, I, it, it's hugely rewarding because it's one thing to, you know, kind of feel like you're doing a good job. It's another thing to get recognized for, Hey, this is working and things that, you know, that you, the team, everybody else are doing is working and it and it feels really good i it it's really interesting too like when you you know i, I don't know it's weird too i'm also me personally the this is like a a, a me thing but like you know I, I i'm weird about like you know that that flattery thing or like you know they're like oh you're doing such a good job and i'm like oh thank you you know but at the same time i i really i think more about the team in those instances and i'm like well that's because you know we have we we have a great team they are doing a great job and they care about it so you know i i, I try not to think as much about like it it being part of like you know um me necessarily uh but really about what it means for all of us i think one other thing that is interesting about like these types of awards and like definitely getting that like I don't know I, I it's same publication last year the best bosses award feels so weird because like I don't know number one is the title of like bosses and like oh yeah great you know boss but at the same time 
getting that, you know, sort of um, that accolade, that encouragement that, yeah, again, like, yeah, the things that you've done have gone well. It, it, yeah, it's a feeling that's almost indescribable. It is, it is really, really neat. And it, and it's great. Very cool. Yeah. I also totally know what you mean about like the feeling of taking a compliment. I don't know. I just, I get very weird about it. So, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yep. Right there with you. <laughs> well, cool. Well, uh, Colin, I have some questions for you too. Let's hear it. All right. Um, as we, you know, grow our team, what elements of our cultural uh, do you want to retain, and what are you thinking that we could maybe evolve out of? Oh man, um, <clears throat> can we can we retain it all? Like it's, <laughs> um, oh man, work life balance, um, just communication. Um, the way we communicate with each other, I think, um, empathy, uh, just being surrounded by people that, you know, want to help that are problem solvers and, um, uh, transparency. I think transparency is, is huge. Um, things I would like to see improve are, um, I really want to build a culture around documentation. Uh, and so what I mean by that is um, working remotely, there's a lot of things that happen asynchronously. And it's um, when we when we have the answer documented, that feels so good. Like to just be like, oh, no, it's right there. Yeah, here, here you go. Here's link. Uh, answers your question. Um, but being able to to share that knowledge and build kind of the knowledge sharing uh, environment for our team. I think that's a, a major thing for me uh, going forward. Um, I think our team is, is good at documenting um, in, in detailing, but I think if we, if we really start to work that into our culture, it will happen more fluidly. Um trying to think like what else would i like to i'll just second you on that that you know like yeah i know there's so many good things but i'll definitely second the fact that i feel like having that documentation um the process people know where to go to find things um you know and it's not a mystery i know you and i just had a, a conversation just the other day that we're like you know having notes on things um can be so important and uh and sometimes that can be tricky you know um as in like you know you got to find the time to do it you got to make sure that those are accurate that somebody can follow it but you know it, it's just instituting the kind of like you know the the try to jot it down the you know like to start with documentation kind of thing or like you know um, getting in the habit of it. And, uh, and I totally agree too that, you know, I, I, I don't want to say that, yeah, it's, it's not there at all. It's just the fact that we need to continue getting better at it. it. It's, I feel like it's a skill that you need practice at that everybody really needs, you know, to practice. And so I, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, that, that could be great. Very cool. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it's something we've been working on, uh, definitely a, a concept of, uh, some things I, I stole from GitLab's handbook, but <laughs> it's, uh, um, you know, in a remote workplace, I think it's critical. Um, 
I think uh, another thing that yeah, it kind of goes with work-life balance, and I wouldn't say this is evolving out of, I think it would be, I'd like to see this evolve a little bit more, is, um, and I think we do a good job of this, but there's always room for improvement. And it is, you know, really encouraging people to take PTO. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think one thing that we run into sometimes is that people get, they they get into the work that they're they're doing and they will go from uh, project to project and it's like needing understanding and needing to take that break and I I know that you and I can encourage that as well and um we we do as much as we po- as we possibly can like hey why don't you you know like you got a vacation coming up you should you should look at that but um. I think that's something that I would really like to see our our team kind of embrace more is vacation, uh, potentially travel, just something to um, something as a team that that we can get away from work because that is a challenge of remote. Is that in many cases, like we're in our house now. Uh, if um, now Tim on our on our dev team, I think I have seen him in like six or seven different coffee shops in a week. So it's, uh, he definitely gets out of his house, but, um, you know, there's a lot of us that like, you know, I am in my basement. So, but it's, uh, encouraging time away for like self-care, uh, and, and things like that. And, um, getting our team to actually do that. Like Mm -hmm. that, that's a a thing that I really want to stress in the culture. Yeah. Cool. I'm in a six by six box. So if I don't get out of here at some point, I I might go crazy. <laughs> well, and your office gets like super hot too. Like that that that's a no go for me. Yeah, so. yeah I, I know. Actually, it's it's either super hot or freezing. That door determines everything when it's hot. That if it's closed and it's hot, it's going to be a million degrees. If it's closed and it's cold, it's going to be zero degrees. Anyway, yeah. So sorry. This is all about my office. Uh, but um, I, I think I'll tack on one more thing. Uh, don't mean to jump on your question here, but um, one thing that, yeah, I don't know if it's like, you know, particularly evolving out of, but I think it is something that, you know, you learn and you grow as an organization grows. And Colin and I have done a lot of that. Uh, and and we're happy to have. That doesn't mean we're done. <laughs> you know, there's plenty to do. But taking, you know, um, you and I out of uh, the, you know, kind of we have all the answers thing. And I I think that is something That's a really that, good one. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. And I definitely I love you to, you know, maybe even toss in your two cents on it, too, because I, I know that we've talked about it a lot. And as you are the business owner, we have all the historical knowledge. We are the encyclopedia um, for what happened with a client 10 years ago. We are the the people who know that, oh, that's right. There is this one weird thing with this site that's going on. And, you know, and, and we just happen to have cataloged all these things in our, our brain based off experience. And um, this doesn't mean that, you know, like that you don't want to help or you don't want to provide that assistance because obviously you always do. You want to be there as the um, as somebody who can help when needed, but also as you realize at some points you get, you know, put into a position of like, I'm needed for, you know, so many different things. 
Um, and maybe you aren't needed. You know, it, it may appear that you're needed, but maybe you're not needed. I think one of those things of uh, it, documentation can help a lot with this and definitely something that I know that um, as we continue to practice and train ourselves and do more of that, um, uh, you know, that hopefully we can eventually find the best, cleanest way to be still helpful, but also step out of, you know, that that sort of need. I, I agree. Um, I was going to say documentation ties directly into that, but I think the growth part there that we have is we're, we're empowering our team and just reinforcing the fact that they're making great decisions and totally. it's, um, it, it, I don't know. It's, it's empowering them to, uh, to take that control mm-hmm. and to, to run with it. And yeah, that I, I would also, like to <laughs> evolve out of that piece. And, and um, I don't know, we've just got awesome team members and the ideas that they come up with. And it's like, yes, yes, do that. Run with that. So, uh-huh. yeah, uh, I, that's, you know, that it, that's a really good point. I, um, because, you know, you can always say that, you know, you have plenty of, you know, trust in all the decisions that get made, but, you know, definitely having people, um, you know, and, and letting them know that, it is okay to, if this goes awry and whatever decision gets made in a situation, just continually letting people know that also that that's okay. And we will deal with that and we'll course correct, but people can't, you know, learn unless they're given those opportunities. And, and really, um, it's very easy to fall back in a trap of like, you know, uh, of being like, okay, cool. Yeah. Just put me on that meeting and I'll get there and then we'll get through with the, you know, the client, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's training ourselves and definitely giving everybody the motivation and encouragement that, you know, everything is good. Not that we don't, but you know, you gotta, gotta keep doing. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, that was, uh, that was cool. Thank you for your answer on that question. Uh, and then, uh, thinking back to yourself five years ago, totally the same, maybe different Cullen, uh, are your priorities different or the same in terms of what you want Matchbox to be? Um, I'm dropping the heavy ones on you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> hmm. They've definitely evolved. Um, <clears throat> man, we're saying evolve a lot. Maybe that's the title of this episode is Evolve. Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, where we were five years ago, uh, t- there's so many things that, that are different, um, especially in our industry. Technology just changes so fast. Um, I think one of the biggest things um, that has really changed and, and that... Um, that's become a priority for me is defining process. Um, We, it was probably about five years ago, actually, where you and I started referring to it as tribal knowledge. And it's, uh, I don't remember where we picked that term up from, but it, it really fit. And it was that the information about different projects and how things worked, it was like they were with the elders, (laughs) like the, the people that, uh, that were there at that time of the project and it all lived in our heads and um, same thing with workflows and um, just how, how things happened. And 
that was a big transformation point for us because as we started detailing these things and getting this information out of our heads and sharing that, just the, just knowledge sharing, um, that uh, it allowed you and I to step out of the work, um, I, I think, and, and focus more on leadership. Um, that's still occurring. It's still evolving. Um, the I think one of my other priorities that's um, really shifting is focusing on helping our team grow skill set and just I would say across the board just just to grow um, as people and in the workplace and um, that's become a priority for me uh, to where I think in the past we we always had that a little bit but it was um, it was also just like okay how do we get the project done I think was also tied to it and um but i feel like that's a little secondary now and and it is really about growing our team and focusing on the team and just making sure we've got the right people in the right seats so cool can i lob one at you that i feel like maybe we've talked about yeah go for it (laughs) Um, that uh i know that there had maybe been a cap on headcount um too oh yeah that that is a big one so breaking that threshold yeah, for years, my number was 20. It was like I never wanted to be larger than 20 people. Um, and that's not the case anymore. Um, I think part of the reason that I had that cap is because Brent and I were we were in the work so deep that we couldn't separate and couldn't imagine like, oh, my gosh, how do we manage that many people? Um well, the way you manage that many people is you get the right people in the seats to manage those people. And uh, like when we when we started doing that and that clicked, it's um, understanding, you know, growth trajectory and what we could do and, and where we could go. Um, that's definitely changed. Like, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, another thing that that's changed and this is uh, I was actually having a conversation last night that um, that this came up in. And, you know, our roles are changing. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, the, as the company has grown up, we've grown up. <laughs> we've changed a lot of things. We are not in the, uh, um, you know, you're, you're not pushing pixels. And, you know, I'm occasionally still jumping in writing code, but I'm not as much as I used to. And um, it's one of those things of, like, we are we're thinking about the work differently. We're thinking about it as now it's truly focusing on how do we grow the team? How do we grow the company as opposed to, all right, how do we get that next project? How do we get this? And it's, um, and with that, just the concept of what work is and and what it means to us. It's like I found like a, a new love for it. Uh, because there, Brent would come to me and he'd be like, all right, Colin, I need you to start doing this. And, you know, we need to get a person for that. And I would, I would be like, well, if, you know, I'm not going to do that anymore. Like, what am I going to do? And, and that was, that was a struggle for me for a while. Um, and being able to find that. Um, and I'd say that was, that's happened within the last five years of being able to find what that purpose was. Uh, and really it's focusing on our team and, helping build those processes, building those, um, 
just the structures, documentation, um, improving culture. Uh, so yeah, that's a, it's kind of a, a long around the, <laughs> like the, Oh, it's legit. It, 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 it's interesting. Cause like, you know, obviously like there's a comfort zone, you know, to knowing, oh, yeah. you know, what you can do, what you can affect and like thinking about yourself and what you can do and how you can affect change in a different way is something that it does. It takes building and growth and development and, uh, you know, and, and finding out, um, those things aren't always as, you know, easy or sudden. And so, you know, sometimes it's things you really do have to, to grow into and break out of your comfort zone. Um, I will say over the past, you know, sort of like year or two, uh, I've taken a lot of, you know, um, input from other agency owners uh, that I think one of the uh, most interesting uh, and, and people, you know, maybe hired in other agencies Um but one of the ones that was, you know, very um, reassuring, I guess, I don't know exactly how reassuring this is as a sentiment in general, but that like, you know, a lot of people are making it up. <laughs> and I don't want to say that that's a guideline or anything, but that, you know, everybody is figuring it out to a degree. And, uh, and, 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 you know, we can certainly have our best mindset as far as like what we think we need to do, how we need to approach something and, uh, and what it'll take to get there. And, you know, you can have the best plans, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, we can gain all the input, read all the business books we want to, but, you know, we've got to forge that path. And, um, and it's really helpful to hear from other agency owners in order to, to, you know, be like, Hey, cool. You tried something. How did that go? Nice to know. I'll think about that when I do that too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you touched on that and that was something else that kind of came up in conversations with our team about just our culture and it's our, the fact that we adapt mm -hmm. like, and, and kind of good at it. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> you know, you try something. If it, if it works, awesome. If it doesn't, we're, we're going to stop and we're going to do something different. We're going to modify it. We're going to change it. Um, you know, and I think that that was one of the things, you know, with the pandemic, we, we went remote, we found out, you know what, this is actually really good for our team. And um, we stuck with it. You know, we try a new piece of software. We write up conditions of like, okay, here's what we are actually testing. Did this, did this work? You know, we had one thing where <laughs> we're like, okay, can we get rid of Slack and go to discord and um, the a lot of these things start on the engineering team and we'll we'll try something. It's like this is going to be a two week experiment and we're going to get this. We didn't make it five days and we we're like, nope, <laughs> this is, is not good enough. It is not a full time replacement for. Um, but it's, you know, we're we try new things and we do adapt. And uh, and I think that that's kind of um, built into our culture as well, is that we um, we embrace change. Now, there are some things that we do not handle well when they change. But those are different conversations. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, like, I don't know. Don't, don't make me write my code different. But, you know, that's because I'm old and I need to stop doing it. <laughs> hey, you're the one who finally, uh, you know, chastised me enough for writing in uppercase HTML. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, that. That was a change that was needed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I but but see, you know, sometimes you you everybody needs a nudge. I think that yeah. 
that's uh that's that's it well cool well i'll i'll move on to the next one which is about personal growth and yeah. like um you know as we've grown as a company what sort of personal growth do you think you've achieved um i think just being able to um not oh man there's there's a couple different directions i can go with this but um you have that thing where like you know somebody asks you a question and then 50 thoughts collide in the front of your brain right at one time there were at least six yeah so <laughs> was, um i i think the biggest one is slowing down um everything was uh go 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 all the time for me and um some people will probably look at me and be like, what are you talking about? You're still go, go, go. And I was like, hey, it used to be worse. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I think with that, uh, it was, you know, the slowing down is really like sitting back, look at it. And like somebody brought me an issue. Am, am I, am I solving the issue or am I going to slow down and think about, okay, why is this an issue? Do we need to look at this piece? Do we need to look at and kind of sitting back and taking things as um, bigger picture? Um, and, and I think kind of stepping out of that, um, that hyper focused, I'm going to solve this one problem um, and, and looking at things as a system, uh, I think is a, uh, that's one thing where I feel like I've had personal growth because that's not only in work, I've done that just in, in life in general. And that's been really helpful. Um, because then I also, I don't like hyper-focus on, on the thing. Um, it's, uh, I think that's one piece. Um, started reading a lot. Uh, if I used to be like, I don't know. I just, I did not like reading. I could never, I, I could never focus on it. It was, uh, it was always like, I'll wait for the movie. And, uh, then, uh, what actually sparked that got me back into reading was uh and this one was a, a book for entertainment not even like a a leadership or a growth book but it was uh the martian um and so i it was like the first book i read since probably high school college something along those lines and uh that was a good book oh it was it was fantastic and i was like why don't i do this more often and so then i started reading more and i was like oh this is great um and then that kind of transitioned into reading business books um and I think that that was something that's uh, definitely been a growth thing uh, for me. I know, Brent, it's something that you and I've talked about quite a bit is, you know, we're both self-trained in uh, in running the business. And it's definitely been hard knocks at times. And, you know, okay, haven't faced this situation before. What do we do here? <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, it's uh, like kind of shifting focus to, to get ahead of those things now as opposed to, uh, being reactive. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I feel like that's kind of a, that's been a growth thing for me. Cool. Very cool. Growth. It's, it's always, it's always interesting. It's fun. What, what challenges arise? Absolutely. Yeah. What about for you on that one? Like what, where do you feel like you've grown? Um, It's deep. Um, I would say that, you know, an understanding of um, sometimes all the needs that seem to hit at once 
parsing out and prioritizing where you may need to put your focus. I definitely feel like I would put more emphasis on business development in the past in terms of always trying to, you know, find that that next thing to keep the wheels turning. And uh, and I feel like that was, you know, it was definitely born out of a sentiment that I feel like, you know, like maybe even, you know, my kind of dad had too. Uh, and it, and like he even had this thing on his desk that said, do it now. And it was always about like, you know, making sure that you follow up. But, you know, he was a one person shop and, he, you know, but definitely, um, you know, making sure that um, changing the focus in general for it being on the team and making sure that the team is really um, cogent and cohesive and to be more available, you know, for... I know that obviously we were talking about like, oh, we're going to step out of this, but really making sure that no matter where the team need is to help enable people to try to solve those situations, not necessarily being there to be like, hey, I'm going to step in to solve it, but to be in there so that, you know, you can help, um, you know, either uh, bolster somebody's rationale to help, um, you know, be there to, to support where somebody really has a, a, a tough, you know, either client or, or, or issue. But I feel like that kind of, um, that kind of support is also rewarding uh, incredibly. So, and oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think one of the things you just said there that, uh, that's really important is like, it, you know, you're like, well, we're just stepping out of it, you know, but that's exactly why we're stepping out is because when we are in the work and you're designing or you're doing business development or those things, we're not able to be leaders. Um, there's the phrase, it's like, if you're not, or if you're working for the business, you're not working on the business. And that's been kind of a driving thing for you and I the last couple of years is, you know, we need to be working on the business to be able to grow it. You know, that's where that fear of like, I didn't want to grow too big <laughs> came from is like, well, we're in the business and it's just more work. And it's like, but when we're working on the business, it's, it's different. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a different perspective. So for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, you know, maybe similar to you in terms of like, you know, the mindset shift about growth and stuff in general. Um, that is something where, um, I, you know, in full transparency, relying on you to be the barometer on where we are to grow. Um, and not that I don't and I won't always continue to like, you know, do that in order to like, you know, gauge that. But obviously, um, you know, in, in, in these roles we're looking to transition to, I think there's a lot of it that you do. You rely on, you know, a, a business partner, not only to be, you know, uh, the backup, but also the catalyst too, that you thrive off of like, you know, the, the engagement of how we can get somewhere. And I think both changing our mindsets of how we can potentially do that and seeing a vision for something bigger and more promising is something that is, is cool. You know, like I'm always happy to, to, push to like be be the nudger too in one way or another but i you know in in some ways i feel like you know everybody who even might be that person also needs this you know the same in the other direction so you know um definitely there's so much give and take about that and about you know trying to grow an organization sharing a vision for that 
exploring that and trying to get there. Um, there's so many challenges, but at the same time, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting too. I, I agree completely. It's, um, it, I don't know. I'm excited for the future of Matchbox and just what we're working on and the people that we have, um, on our team where like people were interviewing people that we're talking with. It's, um, we had an interview just today. That was great. That was fantastic. And like, just the, I don't know. I just, I, I love the people we work with and Careful. just the relationships that we've built, uh, internally with team members, our clients, and yeah, just very thankful to all of them. Guaranteed. Yeah. The reverence we have for our team and, and for our clients too. Um, cause like certainly you can have, you know, good client experiences, you know, and bad client experience. You have, you know, good people experiences, bad people experiences, but yeah, what I feel like we're, we're sort of, um, we're endowed with now the the team that we've got around us the people that we're surrounded with are, are just seriously it's uh it's it's good so i am i am just as much looking forward to the future of matchbox and i'm glad that we got to chat about all this too absolutely yeah yeah it's the you know this is one of the things this is a growth thing for you and i is making time for for things like this too so Totally. Uh, yeah. So uh, hopefully I will say for mix and matchbox audience, we're probably going to have more of these. Colin and I have have a goal to be as transparent as possible, as transparent as we can. And I'm sure we're going to leave out some details here and there, maybe for, you know, uh, I don't know, some some reason or another. These names were changed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh but um, this this has been a lot of fun and I appreciate, you know, the fact that we could, you know, make time and, and do this. So anyway, I will definitely say um, please like and subscribe. Uh, and uh, and this has been another episode of Mix and Matchbox. Uh, thank you very much, Colin, for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, putting this together and, and having me join you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You can do it again very soon. All right. We'll be back soon with more content. Thanks.